Yeah, you do. It's like tea, right? It's that steep. You just put it in and you just let it just sit there. And you're moving through it, but it's, think about it, right? It's okay. It's 2,650 miles. You know, you, you're hiking 15 to 25 miles a day. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a good little process, but it's a very slow incremental march. And so you're moving through these zones and you are moving through them, but it's, it's at a pace that you, I mean, you notice the smallest changes in the landscape, right? You notice that you're getting close to the Sierra because the rocks are changing. You're listening to the Hiking Through Podcast. I'm Erin Egan, and this is the podcast where I talk to experienced thru-hikers about their adventures on the trail and strategies for successfully completing a thru-hike. Today's episode is part two of my conversation with Puma Salad, known off-trail as Alfred Smith. In this episode, we dig into the origins of his trail name and talk about all the joys that are cowboy camping. And in a little reality check, he talks about what it means to take months off to hike and the scariness when the journey comes to an end and you have to answer the question, what comes next? You can find us at hiking-through.com, through spelled T-H-R-U, of course, where you can find show notes, photos, and links for any gear mentioned in this podcast. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcast and all the other podcast places. Enjoy my conversation with Puma Salad. At the end of the trail, it's, I mean, people are just like everyone lives in Ohio or Michigan or Maine or Arizona or Washington. And everyone's just, you know, then for the rest of the year, you're just trying to get your life back together again. Right. In this, in this other sense. So, you know, everyone's, so once the end of that trail comes, you, you see these faces of people, they realize, they're like, oh my God, it's six, it's five, did I really, is this five months already? One more month, I have three weeks left until I have to go home. And the looks, yeah. I mean, right, of just, of, of disbelief, right? Because so many people have literally spent every dime and they've now been on credit yeah. cards for three, for three months and, People have quit their jobs. They've left spouses. They've they've walked away from incredible problems, and and some people on the other side of the spectrum, right? They're going back to they're going back to job, you know, great jobs and great lives and this and that, and or or, or they're going to hike the CDT next season, so they're just going to go do some part time work. People are just all over the place with their life and with their with their experience, and once again, that's just what makes it great. Again, that's what makes know? the trail. That's, that's what makes it right. And I, I guess that's, it, it's a part of it because you could not talk to anyone and have this experience that it's just so deep, so spiritual, so, so meaningful. You know, sometimes the people can, sometimes, the, sometimes our relationships can, can derail that experience, right? Because of our expectations and our desires. And, you know, maybe you'll meet, somebody and you'll you'll really want to hike with them a lot right and maybe you'll begin to like develop feelings for them and then maybe you guys will split up on trail and and then it's like who the fuck wants to it's like 
you see all these people who start the trail solo, then all of a sudden they haven't hiked one mile by themselves because the first yeah. day they met someone at the terminus and they've just been hiking with them. And I met a girl in Oregon who told me she had never hitched by herself. Really? And oh, wow. she's in, she was in Oregon. I thought, yeah. And I was just like, Oh my God, you've done this whole trail completely insulated from it in a sense, right? In the sense, because yeah. you've not had to make, you've any... never had to face that fear, that, that uncertainty, that. Right. The fear. Yeah walking to a road and be like, okay, this is just me here, right? I got to put my thumb out and hopefully some normal person picks me up and right. It's, you know, yeah. and it's that, that would be one of my biggest things to tell someone, just be careful who you just, just, just remember to hike your own hike, right? Just remember you started this trail by yourself. This is, yeah. this is your trail. So many people, they want to hook up with someone just, because it's it feels good to, to hike with someone, you know what I mean? It feels good not, not to have Absolutely. to make all the decisions all the time, right? Well, it's also distraction. Yes, it's also a humongous distraction. And I think you're going to, I think you'll lose a lot if you hike with someone the whole way. You will mm-hmm. lose so much because you'll, you'll never go, you'll never take that swan dive into yourself and into the area, yeah. into the beauty, right? Every break is going to be you and your buddy chit-chatting about some, what, podcast that you were listening to all morning? Yeah. Did you listen to podcasts on trail or did you go mostly silent? And 2016, literally not one podcast. Literally not one. I didn't even. And this year I started listening to podcasts. I started listening to podcasts, I think, in Oregon. Oh, wow. Okay. So, always. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to maybe start learning. You know what I mean? I was, maybe I'm going to have, a, I like structured my day. So like maybe I'll listen to two podcasts and, and I can learn. Cause I, you know, I would hear people, you know, talk about the podcast they listened to and they were like, Oh yeah, I listened to this like math podcast. And I had no idea that blah, blah, blah was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, you know something. Okay. I was like, I could, I could do that. And, and admittedly it, it was great. It was great. I just listened to this American life. Mm-hmm. You know, they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of great podcasts. Yeah. They're about an hour. And because I was hiking by myself, because I was going through it, it was some of the hard days I, I had. It was a blessing to have these podcasts because I could, I could talk to someone else in a way, you know what I mean? And I could, or I wouldn't have to think about something all day long. I could, you know, think about this funny story on the podcast or the sad story or this mm-hmm. or that. And just be careful. Literally people, Aaron, first day from the terminus, people wearing headphones with music. <laughs> yeah. First day from the terminus leaving. And I, I had to catch myself this year. I said something to a girl. I was just like, I'm not trying to be on my high horse. But I was just like, for one, there's rattlesnakes everywhere you only hear that they have a rattle. You're not going to hear them. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, don't you, I mean, I know you understand that. So why are you not taking that precaution? Because they think it's a goddamn amusement park. They think it's their right to hike it. Yeah. It's not your right to hike it. You know, this isn't, this isn't a passage that, that we go through. This is, this is, you find out a couple of things will happen to you over the course of your hike. And, there'll be some serious moments that happen and you'll realize very quickly that 
this is not a game, right? I remember, well, I remember when I got sick in 2016 and, and I was all by myself yeah. in this year. And I thought to myself, and I was, as I'm literally laying in the dirt, the sun beating on me, I couldn't move. And I was just thinking to myself, what the fuck am I doing out here? I'm le- I just throwing up everywhere. I can't move. And I'm just, I'm like my, my woman of 10 years is home. I'm like, what am I doing out here? This is ridiculous. I'm like, look, and you have those moments. And I wasn't asking myself, I was just asking the universe. Yeah. Like times will get intense. I, I remember the first time I fell in a river crossing in the Sierra, I fell in the evening and I, I like to hike, hike into the evening. I like night hike, dusk hiking, not night hiking. And I was walking and I was having a great day. I think I just came over Silver Pass and it was like, you know, great, but long, arduous day. And I was stepped into the river, you know, it's going to get wet. And I just stepped in and boom, my foot hit this, this very spree like algae. And I went down, boom, and my knee struck this huge rock. And now I'm, I'm in a rate, I'm in a river and it's raging. And I see my water bottle comes flying out of my pack and my Sawyer comes out of my pack and they're gone. They're down the river. And I'm like, I try and stand up and I fall again. And if I'm on a little side river, that if I get pushed out into the current, it's like, you're most likely going to die. Two girls last year died because of that. Right. Because you get swept up in a river, especially with your pack on it's FYI. First thing you do, if you ever fall into a river, you, if you ever, when you ever ford a river, you should always ford a river with your pack unbuttoned, undone. If you ever fall in, you need to take it off immediately because it let will it take you, it, you have to let it go. And I just, you know, I fell and I finally got back up and I was in this panic mess. And it was nighttime and I was fucking soaked. Everything in my bag is soaked. It's nighttime, right? I have no time to dry mm-hmm. anything out. Everything's fucking soaked. It's free. I'm cold. Like, what am I? And you just realize very quickly, you're just fuck this is serious this is real this is real this is serious it's like people die every year on trail every single you don't really year hear people about die. them dying no no but... you don't no you don't every year people die multiple people die on trail every year and you you hear about it when you're on trail but right when you're off trail you don't you don't hear about it at all they still haven't found Chris Fowler's surplus body in Washington. They still, this season, when I'm hiking through Washington, there, his mom put up all of these signs all over and people took them out into the back country and put them up because they still haven't found mm-hmm. his body. It's been two years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a journey. It is a serious adventure. And a lot of times will be sunny days and, and it'll be amazing walks and climbs and vistas and, and lunch breaks. Like you've never had lunch breaks before. And some <laughs> days, you know, honestly, in, in some days it's going to take you to the brink because if it didn't, would it be worth doing? You know, oh, if, yeah, you, if, you, if you think about it in that sense, right. It's like, what would, it's like, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. If you will venture a lot, Mm-hmm. and you will gain a lot there. hopefully True. But, you know, i shouldn't make that assumption but <laughs> that's, that's not you know you'll find out that's that is this is not why people go to the pct this is not why it it has become like everything in our society it has become a a box to check off it has become a six-month instagram post 
right? Let's be real here. Let's yeah. let's be real. Why why we do anything in our society, right? Why do people eat just so they can tell you and I what the fuck they ate? Yeah, right. We don't even eat for ourselves anymore, let alone do the PCT. That's oh, why. I, sad. That's why I said to you when you said you'd ask questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you at, at the end would ask. People could contact me, and it's, you know, I I have my Instagram about my, my personal photography and you know my poems, but. I just, you know, I try and keep the trail on the trail because, I mean, look what the little bit of exposure has done. And I, and I, and I don't want to keep it for myself. It, it's not like I'm mm-hmm. keeping it for me. I just, I just hope people find it through, through their natural course of evolving and, you know, because, because you like hiking, right? So you like look deeper yeah. into hiking or you like backpack or you like camping, right? I started out as a car camper, just like everyone. You know, you know, 10 years ago, yeah. you know, 50, you know, over 10 years ago, right. I started out just car camping and I never, we would joke, we would joke about backcountry camping and be like, huh, like, oh, you, we'd see people. Those are the crazy people. Out. Those are the fucking, like, they're crazy. I was like, there's no way. There's no, 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 no. There's no way. And then the years go by and then they go by and then you take bigger hikes and then you're like, oh, wow. Could it, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if we could just stay here overnight? And then all of a sudden you make a trip the next year and you do stay overnight. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're like, Oh shit. I'm one of those people now. Right. Like I really just want to be outside and I really just want to push it. Right. Because it, you, you're into triathlons, right? Yep. And yeah, so, right. So you are into triathlons because you like pushing it just like I do. Absolutely. You like, you like getting into the zone and you like hammering it out. And so you'll, you know, you'll do well because you have that mentality, that triathlete mentality of pushing and just embracing the suck in a sense. Right. Yep. And you gotta, right. You, right. You have to, because it makes you, it makes you better, but it's just, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I want for the PCT. I like want it to be like a spiritual, like, more of a spiritual walk, less partying, less trail angels, less, less drinking beer all night long in town. You want it to be more like Raven songs journey back in the, maybe in the seventies. Yeah. I want it to be like a, it could be, well, I, you know, I think that's the CDT and I, and I, and and I would, and I would tell you without, without ever doing the CDT, I would do that as fast as you can in the sense of, because it will, it is going to turn into the PCT. It already is turning into the PCT as far as the, the number of people and the trail angels and right. the, the CDT will be another PCT in probably five years. And so probably I just, not wrong. Yeah. you know, it's, I think, I think they have about 85% of it is literally finished right of the actual trail now. Mm-hmm. So once that trail really gets finished, right. And you, and you don't have to do all those crazy road walks that people hear about then the people will start showing up. People are going to really start coming, right? Because now it's still kind of difficult to do the CDT, right? It is yeah. longer. It's, it's more desolate areas. There's more weird animals and, and it's just a lot of road walks and like kind of just like hard days, just grinding days. So, you know, you don't really have those road walks on the PCT. And when you do get them, you're like, thank God <laughs> this road walk, you know, I'll just, you know, I'm just going to walk flat. For the you know for ten miles, thank God, yeah. You know, but 
and I, I you know I don't want to sound like some like old curmudgeon like because I love the I love the people but not everyone who comes on the PCT is a steward of the outdoors and the end of the Pacific Crest Trail and you see that people don't even know Aaron to pack out their toilet paper oh wow okay and you'll go and you'll go to the bathroom and you'll and you'll like go to some oh. spots where there's you know day hikers or like and there'll just be toilet paper everywhere oh, everywhere that's so sad and you'll just be like and you know you'll have this like you almost have this feeling am i contributing to this shit i mean i yeah me not personally like i only ever use wet wipes and i obviously pack out my wet wipes but i don't know it makes you question yeah it's just not not everyone's there and not not everyone even wants to be there i don't know i i'm getting old i guess Aaron. i'm 30 I'm, i'll be 38 in like 2 weeks <laughs> well, I for for 2020, which is when I want to do it, uh, will be for my for my 50th birthday year. Oh, year. So, so good, so awesome. a, a big one. So good, you know. Last this season, 2008, 2018 was the 50th anniversary of the PCT in general. Perfect. Yeah, we're growing old together. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's either grow old or you don't grow, and you know what that means. So, oh yeah, yeah. So you'd be fifty in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty, yeah. And that's that's the year of the trail. That, I mean, excited for you. I'm mean, I'm excited for for anyone who's who, who's taking on the endeavor because it's it is very very special. And I think the thing people don't realize is it can be even more special if you take it to that level. You know, if you right. really treat yeah. it like something amazing and beautiful and don't get too carried away with your animalistic tendencies to, you know, to do what we do and eat and drink and, you know, fall into relationships with people and like be needy. We, yeah. we can stay clear from those things. The trail is just, like, oh, it's like every, it's just like, oh, oh. It's a place to breathe. It's a place to I guess we've used the words to kind of seep in it. Like you just be. Yeah, you do. It's like tea, right? It's that steep. You just put it in and you just let it just sit there. It's, and you're moving through it, but it's, think about it, right? It's okay. It's 2,650 miles. You know, you, you're hiking 15 to 25 miles a day. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a good little process, but it's a very slow incremental march. And so you're moving through these zones and you are moving through them, but it's, it's at a pace that you, I mean, you notice the smallest changes in the landscape, right? You notice that you're getting close to the Sierra because the rocks are changing. Everything's changing. These right. like little changes, there's more, there's more rivers, the water tastes different. It's, there's more green, there's more of this. And it's just like you, you realize that you're, you're more than who you've ever been because these other instincts come out. After, you know, it's okay. like night vision, your night vision only, it's, it starts to work better the more you stay in the dark. And it's like the longer you live outside, the more those instincts come up and they guide you, right? Because you're not used to those instincts because we don't have them because we live indoors. Right. Yeah. We don't need them. You don't need them. And so when you live outside after a month or two, right, you'll come in from town and you'll be like, your home is literally the the woods you're like i just want to go be in my tent right okay i'm done with people and shopping it's like the overwhelmingness of everything it's i just want to go and go home 
and your home will be in the mountains or the desert or the woods. And you, I don't know. I, I look back and I reflect to myself as a young kid. And I think I'm proud of the person I've become. I'm proud. This is, these are the things I do. Right. You know, yeah. You could go, you can go anyway when you're, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not someone who's we like, we all have choices. Speak. Right. And I've never been someone that's grown up with goals in a sense. That sounds weird or sad, but I, you know, I've never wanted to be like pilot or a firefighter. Like I've never, I've just, I've never really did that shit growing up. I'm just, I'm Alfred. I'm like, I'm just living. And so, you know, it just, I think we all are kind of doing that even underneath all of the facades of goals, right? We're all just trying to live and be, and the PCT will bring that to you if you let it. It's like, it's like any messenger, right? If you, if you shut it out or you won't get it, but if you open up and you let it in, the PCT will just fill your heart with everything. And Mm -hmm. you, you really will come back a better person. That's beautiful. You know, you personally, Aaron, you will come mm-hmm. back a better person because you'll have your, you'll have love in your heart. Right. And that's, Man. you know what I mean? And the more love you can put in your heart and your soul, then that's right. The more love you have, the less for anything else negative that can be in there. That is true. That is very, very true. Yeah. And, and it's, you're surrounded by love. You're surrounded by the grace. It's like the water, the trees, the grass, the dirt, you know, your ingrown toenail, your all that shit your shin splints you're this or that it's it's yeah. all the love it's be grateful for it all be grateful for it all be grateful for the yeah just the just just they have the idea of doing something so beautiful some people live you know it's like my parents or your parents and never even think about this shit you know how many times my mom has told yeah. me i've never <laughs> had even a month off my whole life my mom says that you know i'm, I'm someone i've always yeah. taken a I'm not a huge like worker bee. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. past three years I've lived a I've lived a full year on trail. So it's like I'm I take six months to do my thing. I'm just doing my thing. But to my mom and older generation, it's like you're not working for the next six months. It's a little crazy. She tell me again this year. She's like you're you're doing it again. What about your job? <laughs> she what about your job? What about your house? I'm like what about it? I'm like I quit. <laughs> my house is there. What am I, I mean, what, what about it? My job isn't a living, breathing organism. I don't have to take care of it. It my owns job. you. Right. It can. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's like, but I want to be, when you're searching for something, it's all that shit doesn't matter. It's like, what are you going to do about your job? You personally, Aaron? Uh, well, I, I guess uh, the good news in this respect is that I do freelance production. So I move job to job. So it makes it a little easier to kind of cut loose and, and say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gone for the next, you know, five or six months. And then when I come back, you look for the next freelance gig. So I'm kind of lucky in that respect. I mean, same, right. Seemingly, but on the freelance side too, it's, you know, well, the longer you're gone, the longer you're out of the loop and other people pop up and, you lose that kind of that seniority or when people's like call list because mm-hmm. you're fucking nowhere to be found. Where's Aaron? Oh, Aaron's True. sticking off in the woods. So let me call Cindy because now Cindy's here. Aaron's not here. And now Tom shows up and, and now you're fifth person in line by the time you come back off the PCT. 
Yes. Right? No, I, and that is absolutely, I mean, that is the nature of, of the beast of, right, of exactly. taking any time off from, from any type of job. Right. But obviously the assumption, the, the, the belief is that that time that you've taken off more than makes up for whatever small pinching happens when you get back. You must live your life. Yeah. And you must take leaps and you must, you just, you, you must live. And that's what I always tell my mom. I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, you got a boat, you got three cars, you have a house. I was like, anytime you want to fucking sacrifice any of those things, you can take the time off. What do you want to sacrifice? I tell her, I was like, I don't have a car. I don't have car insurance. Mm-hmm. That's my sacrifice. I can Choices. go hike. I don't need to stay here and to pay off my car, to pay off my second car, to pay off my boat, to pay off the boat slip. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, mom, I'm like, we can, I'm like, we can go on for hours. Right. You've never taken six months off, but it's like, don't tell me you haven't had the opportunity to. It's all see, about choice. Right. It's right. It's all about choice. So, right. And you'll come back and something will happen to Tom and Cindy will fucking get pregnant and you know, Louise will, well, you know, she'll move to fucking Idaho and then there you'll be, and then you'll be back. And then the the list reshuffles. And then (laughs) because life reshuffles. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's a flow to it. And and if you see the flow, you ride it like the wave it is. Right. And it's like, you don't, right. You don't live. You don't, you don't, you don't ride the wave of fear. Right? I don't think you, you ride. can ride the wave of fear. <laughs> I guess, right. It just drowns you. Yeah. You get pulled under. Right. So you got to go. 2020. 2020. You know, you, know, you got to go. Know, it was It was a little intimidating to realize that we're in, you know, 2019. And, and so there's, you know, what is it? 12, 13, 14 months now left <laughs> to to be ready for this grand adventure. I mean, there's, you know, the only thing you have to do is get your body ready, get your finances in order and get the best gear you possibly can afford Buy gear once. Right. If you, if you're looking at something and it's $10 more and and you like it, get the fucking one that's $10 more and you like it because you're going to live in it for six months. Right. Right. And and I was going to say, and from what I'm, you know, a lot of times from what I'm hearing from people is you get the quality. You get it because you like it. You get the quality. And if you can spring for it, you get the the ultra lighter, the lighter stuff, because it's gonna make a difference five months walking every day. Yes. And it, it'll make its biggest impact on the first day when you're when you're don't have your trail legs, you don't have your trail muscles and you have to walk that fifteen miles that maybe you've never walked in your life having light equipment. Light light equipment is is a key for your health, for saving your knees, for saving your your mentality, pushing forward. Because when that pack's heavy and your shoulders are fucking hurting and your knees hurt, you're just gonna you just you're not gonna want to you're not gonna want to put your pack on, Aaron. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I always, I I I I, I always think it's like, you know, you and you know how well you take care of things. And mm-hmm. if if yeah. you want to be if you want to buy ultralight gear, you must know how to take care of things, right? It's like if you buy a Maserati, you don't take it to the <laughs> loop, right? You buy it yeah. and you have, and it's like you maintain it at a certain level, and it's 
everything I have, like from like my Z-Packs tent to my Western mountaineering sleeping bag, I take care of my gear. And you'll see people out on trail and they just thrash their gear and they just thrash everything. And it's okay to, to thrash if you're a thrasher. It's okay to be who you are, but I would just say don't buy ultralight gear if you're a thrasher. If you know you don't take care of things well, do not buy ultralight gear because it's only meant for people who take care of their gear well and who take the little extra steps on planning their evening. Like if you're going to put your tent up, mm-hmm. where are you going to do it? Right? Some people, if you're a thrasher, you just throw that fucking tent out wherever. You don't care. But if you have a $700 tent like I do, you know, you might look around and you be like, care. okay, right. I care. I care. Right. There's stickers everywhere. I care. You know, cause this yeah. is a big investment, right? This is almost a grand for just the tent, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I hiked, I hiked this season in a Z-Pax triplex by myself. So, right. You could get the duplex, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted a tent that was big and I could get into and live if I had to, if some shit went down, I could live in my tent for a couple of days and be in stretch. You know, you want to be able to get into your tent and spread out, spread out and stretch and clean your toes and like pee awkwardly in the evening. If you have to, it's like inside your tent, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but, but you can spread out a little bit. You can, yeah. You bring, maybe, you know, bring your pack in inside yeah. in the evening. Right. It's, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't like keeping my, my pack out. I'm not, I like to bring everything in. I sleep with my food. Just like every other PCT or will. I don't know if you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to hang my food or do this or do that, but you won't. You're going to sleep with it. Just like, <laughs> just like we all do and just make sure, right? The best of intentions. Right. Just do it smart. You know, have a, it's like hopefully you have a really nice food bag that's kind of does well with sand. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You know, before I did the PCT in 2016, I already knew I was going to love it because you can kind of tell yourself already, right? You know, that, that mm-hmm. you're going to love it. And it's like, I knew, I said, I was like, I'm going to do this so many times. And I've already done it twice in three years. And I And you have a plan to do another kind of three even. Just yeah, on I'll this trail. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to go southbound. I mean, I've done it twice going northbound. I'll definitely go southbound yeah. within the next five years. And I got the CDT in 2021. But it just... It's a beautiful thing, I think, once you get on it and you fall in love with it. And there's so many trails to hike. There's there's so many. I mean, you could, you know, Arizona Trail, that's a month. Just go, you know, you don't even have to go that long. You yeah. just go for a month, ACT, right? A month yeah. will do no, it. It's all, it's all, you know, timing. It doesn't always have to be the big, long through hike that is, you know, the, the big three. So, not even close. I mean, you go to the JMT, which is what, 210, 220 miles, it's, you'll be good. You'll do that. Yeah. You'll be out there for a couple of weeks and you'll be like, all right, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. You'll be good. It's this, the PCT is, is an immersion class. Do you love myself some immersion? Right. Me too. I love, yeah. I, I love just diving into, into things as well. And it's yeah. what else, what else better to dive into than yourself? Yeah. How did the, how did the PCT compare to, or doing the PCT now? compared to doing, you know, being over in Europe and doing Mont Blanc? Very different because the hiking in Europe is so different. And when you do the PCT, you'll see there's so many Europeans, right, doing the PCT because mm-hmm. there's really nothing like this. Well, there is nothing like this in Europe, but the culture of hiking is is is, is, is very different too. I mean, geez, on when, when I did Mont Blanc, 
no one camps. Well, it's actually, it's it's called wild camping if you sleep in a tent. It's called it's called <laughs> wild camping, and literally we saw one other person camping in a tent. Everyone just stays in refuges and at least doing Mont Blanc and like other things like the Camino de Santiago and things like that. Like those are all refuge based. They don't all right. It's it's a different culture, much more wild in Europe because a lot of I don't know. I mean. Mount Blanc is so incredible. Jeez Louise, I, I recommend that if you want to do a 110-mile little through-hike that takes you into three different countries, mm-hmm. France, Italy, and Switzerland, I mean, it is, uh, it's pretty pretty phenomenal, and not many people out, out there doing it. I, I guess the biggest difference is, like, yeah, when you come into a little town like a refuge, they serve home-cooked country meals at those places where you come into... You're going to Palmdale in California, and it's like, <laughs> you know, you're going to be eating. You're going to you know, Safeway to load up. Yeah, or, you know, hopefully it's a Safeway. You're going to go to a gas station and, and, and eat shit for, you know, an hour. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's, and that's one of the other big humongous sacrifices is the food, right? It's, your diet is going to generally plummet. I, you know, I don't know what your specific diet is now, but... In 2016, I did the trail vegan for most of the part, for most of the time. Because I was vegan and taking cheese off of pizza vegan, you know, like real vegan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you know, pizza that was given to me on trail by a trail angel. I'm like, uh, I'm going to use, you know, like, I'm not, sick, like, things only a sick, demented mm-hmm. person would do. Right. I did the trail. Everything was open this year. I, jerky, I, because I didn't want to eat the copious amounts of sugar that PCT, that all through hikers eat, yeah. right? Snickers, Pop-Tarts, all of this just like crazy candy. It's just, it's insane. I was like, I'm not, I, I'm not going to do this sugar. I'm not going to eat sugar for six months. I'd rather eat cheese and beef jerky. I would, I just rather would for my own mm-hmm. personal body need to eat a sleeve of Oreos every day or 2016, God. I would, 2016, I would literally resupply with 20 Snickers, <laughs> Jeez. you know, like okay. literally. And it's just, you get so gross at the, by the end of the trail, like you get so gross as far as like your eating habits are concerned. And it's just, you live outside. You, you live outside, you're doing heavy exercise. So you're not necessarily going to see it physiologically, but. Right. But I would think I, I would think eating sugar, still eating sugar, and I, I know your body's yeah. really doing an amazing. You know, it's processing it all, but it's you're not. It just, it's just not good. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your so what, what's, what's your, your diet? food system? Uh, my diet is is pretty simple. I end up eating a lot of the same things over and over again: like English muffin and, and hard boiled egg, or right. PBJ, or. Perfect. Chicken patty with some mashed potatoes and spinach or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, right. so you'll be perfect, right? You have repetitive. And I have totally repetitive. <laughs> right. And that's my diet is like literally bread and cheese. I love bread and cheese bagels specifically because you can smush bagels. You can beat them up and they're always going to be a bagel. At the end of the day, yeah. you could whatever but if you get tortillas by the fifth day or fourth day they're no longer tortillas they're just little shreds of flour <laughs> they're just shredded because you've packed them you've unpacked them you've packed them you've unpacked them you stuff them in your pack and they just get ripped to shit right so for me i'm a bagel person and i'm a cheese person and bagel and cheese is a big thing i generally have two bagels or a bagel and a half a day and as much cheese as i can 
possibly get down. And uh, a couple bars here and there, mostly kind bars. Almost all my bars this year were kind bars, just solid nut bars, basically. But they, you know, they have sugar too. Those bars are like 16 grams they of do. sugar. And uh, Laura Bar was my other bar that I did pretty much religiously until the end. And I started, I really, I couldn't even stomach a Laura bar anymore at the end. And then, you know, I ate like ton of jerky and that's ridiculously expensive. If you get into a crazy jerky yeah, it habit, is. it's insanely expensive, but this is, you're doing the PCT. So hope spend the money, enjoy, yeah. because when you're hiking and you go and sit down and you're two days in on a six day carry, there's nothing worse than realizing you hate every piece of food you have. It's not, oh my God, Aaron, there's nothing worse than being out <laughs> and knowing that you, there's not, you have nothing to eat that you, that you actually want to put right. in your mouth. Right. No matter how bad it, how hungry or whatever it is. Oh, you're just, you're not, well, you don't, you stop even getting hungry. You just get irritable. You know, you're just like, because you don't, <laughs> it's like what you want another fucking tortilla with peanut butter on it. It's like, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like you're over it. You're you're over yeah. all of it. What, ramen? With, you have another thing of ramen? It's like, Jesus, or more Pop-Tarts. So I think the food is one of the biggest games on the PCT is really knowing what you like, dialing it in, and mm-hmm. but don't go too crazy. Don't mail yourself 30 boxes of the, of the food you like today because six weeks from now, you're going to hate it. Except for jerky, I would say. I would say things like jerky and oatmeal, some things, right, you can do forever. Did you mail yourself resupply boxes on for 2018? I did. That had I, some basic staples? and. Yes, yes, I did. Because I know cook, so I would get parboiled or quinoa-like bag thing that you could just eat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Like no cook at all. So I would, yeah, I, I'd supply myself with things like that. And things like, you know, say we were coming to Sierra City where there's not even really like a, there's just like a little store and they're only going to have candy bars. I'd mail myself a box to there, right? So I didn't right, have to yeah. suffer. So you will go and I could send you the list that I went off of every single town of every distance in between the town and how many days of a carry it would be. I have this big list. I would love it. Yeah, it's, it's a great resupply strategy for the, you know, for the really poor town as far as food is concerned but that's why i want no cook because i'm just like it's just food whatever i can deal as long as i'm hiking but you know you realize it's all it's all the same so you want to have a good experience hiking make your food experience good too if you like smoking herb bring herb bring some bring some things get a pillow sleeping good is very nice that was one of my big things is a pillow have a great sea to summit pillow and it's just a pillow, Aaron. I can't stress pillows enough. I've heard that. I've heard the the difference in sleep is incredible with the pillow versus without the pillow or trying to use your stuff sack with coats oh, or whatever, uh, or food. Uh, or... <laughs> try, try that tonight. Take all the pillows off your bed, oh. get a pillowcase and stuff a bunch of jeans in it and sleep on that tonight. See what you feel like the next day. <laughs> I mean, the new pillows, like the Sea to Summit, like the Aries I have, it's 2.9 ounces. It's mm-hmm. I can carry that. I can carry that. Yeah. Did you also have like an inflatable mattress or did you have a closed foam? Uh, both. I have NeoAir and uh-huh. I have a sit pad, which is the Thermarest. Yeah, the yellow egg crate 
Z light. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I cut that in half and I have a seven square sit pad, which is very luxurious, right? Most people do yeah. that. They only have like three or two, or you can buy the actual sit pad that Thermarest makes. Do not make that terrible mistake. But yeah, I mean, when you sit down, it's great to just have something on your fucking butt, but if it's muddy, right? When you sit after hiking all day, you're taking mm-hmm. a break. You want to extend your legs or maybe. Yeah. And I'm not advocating you get a big sit pad. I'm not advocating any of it. I've just, for me personally, because that sit pad I carry is seven ounces. You know, most people don't want to carry a seven. Yeah, it's weight. Yeah. And all that shit's going to, that all that's going to add up. In 2016, when I got up, I got a uh, weight shake. This woman, people have been sitting on the ground, you know, for millennia. She's now all of a sudden, you need a sit pad. And, you know, <laughs> and she made me feel like a total asshole. And so I ditched my sit pad. And then it's, I started hiking at the Pacific Crest Trail. And I was, uh, yeah, so now I'm just filthy because I'm just sitting in slop all day. Yeah. What, right? So it's, uh, I could keep, you can keep yourself so much more clean. And you can also use it. It's just be more comfortable when you sit on rocks and you can also mm-hmm. use it to protect your inflatable mattress from popping by sleeping, by putting it underneath you, which was a big thing for me. I never had one pop on either trips on trail. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Cause in 2016, you... I, go ahead. I was gonna say, did you cowboy camp at all or mostly or just tent? 2016, like the first month of the trail, I probably only put my tent up like three times, literally. I've cowboyed so much. Like, I mean, it's so great. And then, and then this year, I did not cowboy once because, I, well, for one, I love my tent. I have a really, really nice tent. And, like, I just hike all day. And so, for me, when the evening comes, when it's time to go to sleep, sleep, and I'm not, like, looking at the stars, I just want to zip up and not just be insulated for the evening of the bugs when you cowboy camp right it's, aw- yeah. it's it's awesome but you will wake up with fucking bug bites on your neck or your arms and you you know you will you'll read comments on gut hooks like oh a mouse fucking crawled over my face <laughs> in the morning like literally and it's yeah it's all great it all comes with the territory but it's i like waking up in my tent where i know there's no bugs i know no deer is going to come and annoy me and be weird it, or it might be weird, but at least I'll be in my tent and I can yell at it through my tent. I don't have to swat it because it's trying to lick my head or something weird. <laughs> and plus, yeah, and I honestly think a little barrier, even your tent, is enough to protect you from mountain lions in a sense of it's a little barrier. And animals, they know, right? It'll do some sniffing and it's a little barrier and you're shut off and take off and probably, you know, maybe a couple mountain lions that sniffed my tent. Who the hell knows, you know, why, while I was sleeping, right. but I had no idea because I was sleeping yeah. and that's kind of how, how I like it. I don't need to know Vanessa personally, who she was on trail this year. She, she got woken up by a mountain lion. Huh? Cowboy camping. Like that came through her camp or the, she was cowboy camping and like she got woken up because it was sniffing around her. It was sniffing oh, her. Geez. It was sniffing her. And holy shit. Yeah. My tempers. I love cowboying and it's, I'd have no problem with, with cowboying, but for me, I'm most likely going to get in my tent and in, in the evening and just totally. Cause that's where you can totally decompress. And for you, like as a, 
Yeah. As, as like a woman, too, I'd imagine it's really nice to go in there and like clean up and zip up for a couple hours. And it's, you know what, I'm, I'm off limits for a couple hours. Yeah. A little, pri- little privacy. Leave the world outside. Right. You know, because you've been in it all day long. All day long. But in the desert, it will be so convenient to cowboy camp. It'll be so easy because it's just warm all night long. And then, you know, then you'll wake up and there'll be like, you know, a huge parade of ants all over you. And you'll be okay. Uh, like, okay. All right. Like, like literally, just like ants and spiders and you have bites all over. It's lost its glitter. But you, you know, but you can like go to sleep staring at the stars. Yeah. Right? There's, the good with the bad. There's polarity with with everything. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. But uh, I would take 2020, you know, your, your hike coming up and just, oh, just be, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be so good. Unless there's some crazy snow year before that, and then it'll be a shit show. But as, as, long, as long as there isn't some crazy, yeah. 2017 was insanity on the PCT. Yeah, it was. I heard. I or actually, I didn't hear. I was. I was following a lot of people on Instagram, and people were posting their videos on YouTube and things like that. And it was, it was a little rocky and wet and snowy and all of the and other good stuff. Dangerous, right? I know two yep. girl, two girls in the Sierra died. They got swept away, and guys, right? The more snow there is, the more raging the rivers are going to be in the mountains, and absolutely, the crazier the, and the more washout. And the more wash out of the trail and it just, I don't know. I, I, we'll see how the, how the winter goes here, but it almost seems like the weather's just going to get more and more predictable as the years go on, because that's kind of what's happening, right? Well, it's, it's on one level, it's more predictable, but another level, it's not predictable. No, you no, no, I mean? no. I'm of... saying unpredictable because of the climate oh, Unpredictable. Change. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. no idea. Like what's winter now? What's summer? It, we have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. But Geez, 20, 2020, I know I was thinking I was going to be hiking next year too. And then I just, um, just kind of got like my dream job. And so, yeah, I guess I'm going to dream job it for a couple of years until 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, so what is your dream job? What are, what are you doing now? I'm a grower. I, I uh, cultivate cannabis. Okay. So, so is photography sort of a side business or? It's. I mean, I, I am, I am all of those things. Okay. No, it's never a business. I mean, I was a professional photographer in the sense of that's what I did for a, that's what I did to make money at one point, but I never really treated it as a business. It was just something, it's just like something I did and something I will continue to do. It's like, it's like any art in a set. That's kind of how I treat it. Mm-hmm. My camera will always be there and my writing will always, my, always be there. So, but cannabis growing is uh is a real passion and love of mine and um cannabis in general mm-hmm. so yeah i got this amazing opportunity to grow here in los angeles and it's just been just it's been everything i could have imagined and and more That's so fantastic. yeah it really really is but like anything like we just talked there's a polarity to it right and that polarity is you know i'm i won't be hiking for a little while, for a couple of years. Yeah. But, the, the give and take. Right. The give and take. But yeah, it is, so it's been a great transition this season coming off trail and transitioning to my dream job. And stepping into this. Yeah. You know, what, so yeah. What is your trail name? Puma salad. 
Puma salad. Oh, please do tell. Puma salad. I so twenty sixteen. Three days three days into your hike leaving Campo, you will come to Mount Laguna, which is about forty miles away. Mm-hmm. And that'll be your first town. And it's right on trail, right? The trail literally walks through the town. You have to do a little bit of road walking. And um, so when you when you come to Mount Laguna, right, you're like two days in on the trail. Like it's your third morning. You'll get there after like doing like a half day that morning. And you'll get there and you're like, oh, you've been hiking the PCT for two full days. And, you know, <laughs> you, know you come into the town and there is uh, Mount Laguna Cafe, which is like the first thing you see. And it's, there's coffee and you walk in and you know, it's an espresso machine. It's like the real deal. It's like, Oh shit, I can get like a Americano. And so I walk into Mount Laguna cafe and I, and I like look at the menu and I'm vegan in 2016. And I'm like, yeah. looking at the menu and I'm like, Oh man, they got this big thing on the menu. It's like big salad. It says big salad. And I'm like, Oh my God, big salad, big salad and Americano. And I order it. I'm just like big salad. I can't believe it. it's great. I go to the bathroom and I wash my hands and I'm like looking at my face and I come back out and my salad's on the table and it's like a, it's like a bread and butter dish of salad, like a really <laughs> tiny plate of salad. And it's looking at the salad. I'm like, Oh, like it's interesting. So I eat it and it's like really good. And I'm just, Oh my God, it's so good. And I'm like confused. I'm so confused because it said big salad, literally big salad. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm walking up to the woman and, I, and as I'm walking up to her, it hit me that, oh my God, I'm walking up to her and I say, so I'm like, oh my God, I was, I was like, I was like, this is big salad. I can get more salad. It's like buffet or something, right? Like you, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, she's like, God, no. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, that's it. She's like, that's it. That's the portion size. Uh, and I was devastated. I was literally devastated. And. And FYI, side note, every trail name story you hear, it will not be exciting except 0.1%. They'll all be the most (laughs) unexciting things in the world. So I was telling, I was telling this story mixed in with this, this cougar puma story from, from Florida, because I was, it was a hot day and we were taking a break under trail. It was like a bunch of hikers. We were taking a, um, this break under this like shaded tree area in the desert. And it was like, there was like 20 people just hiding from the sun, right? It's like a hundred plus degrees and it's just noon. And I'm telling these stories and we're like smoking a little bit and I kind of get a little carried away on my Puma story and the salad and I get, and I'm telling the story and people are just, Jesus Christ, this guy, Puma salad. And the <laughs> Literally, this girl stands up on a rock. She's like, "That's your name," and that's how you that's how you get trail names. And I was like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Oh, Puma Salad." Huh? You know, you have these ideas of what like your trail name mm-hmm. could. <laughs> it's like, yes. I, I don't know. It's like but, this cool trail name that's so hip and <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, "Puma Salad." I don't know. I mean, Puma Salad. It's kind of long. It's kind of you know. It's kind of wordy. It's like. And, you know, I was hoping for something, you know, more like, I don't know, catchy, you know, it's boomerang or something. I don't know what the hell, but, you know, <laughs> you know, as, as the time went on, was, yeah, I actually love Puma salad and because no one obviously has Puma salad on trail and you're going to meet nobody, you're going to meet 30 milkshakes, 40 chocolate chips, you know, 60 moonbeams, you know, another 
400 dream catchers and you're just, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, like you meet these people, Jesus Christ, you know, there's 30 other people named chocolate chip, right? You don't have to take these names. You can, you can pass them if you want, <laughs> you know, like you don't have to take chocolate chip or milkshake or mashed potato. Move them along. Right. So that's how I got Puma salad was just a very long winded story in the, you know, in the desert trying to bide our time. So the sun chills out. It seems fitting. You got it from a story. Yeah. Two stories, actually. From two stories. Right. So you remember Seinfeld. Well, you're you're a Seinfeld person. You grew up watching Seinfeld. I am familiar with Seinfeld. I did not watch every episode. Yeah. One of those people. (laughs) Oh, so anyway, you might not even know this because you're not a huge Seinfeld fan, but there's an episode, the big salad episode, where Elaine loses her shit over this big salad incident. She orders a salad and she's not, she's not convinced it's a big salad. And so the whole episode is... <laughs> it sounds know, familiar is, now. Right. This whole episode is full part of it because it's little, you know, it's about this big salad and she's like investigating the salad. You know, it's like, it's, it's not a big salad. That's kind of how it was. You know, it was, yeah, this Seinfeld-ass type of, you know, type of thing with a big salad. And so, so now, now Puma Salad. Now you're Puma Salad. You, you proudly carry the moniker. I proudly carry it. And you know what I'll tell people? They're like, what's your name? And I'm like, Puma Salad. And they're like, what? I'm like, Puma Salad. They're like, Tuna Salad. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why are you doing this to my beautiful name? Not Tuna Salad. You're killing me here. You're killing me. But, you know, these are, these are, we're all living under oppression and, and yep. so that, that's how I, I am oppressed personally. <laughs> I love it. I oh love my, it. oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I have, I have been talking with you for two hours, over two hours now. And I know that we had, we had promised 50, uh, 90 minutes. So uh, I hope. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, you know, I could, I was telling Vanessa, I was, I was like, I was like 90, I was 90 minutes. I was, you know, I can talk about the PCT for a long time. I can go and go and go. And this is is what happens. It's like, honestly, if you were here, we'd smoke a couple bowls and it'd be like six hours later. And I wouldn't even have been telling stories about Oregon yet. It's like, it's just one, it's just one of those things where if you really feel the spirit, Aaron, when you hike, it will overwhelm you in ways that nothing has overwhelmed you because it's, you'll be overwhelmed with, with the beauty and the grace of it. And just your place in it, I think is what you start to understand that, you know, maybe your life isn't as significant as you think it is in a sense of the bigger picture of what's happening. It's like when you look right. at them, when you walk through the Sierras and they're 66 to 100 million years old, you start to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't really, I don't know, I don't know, right? Yeah. I think maybe. It's pretty small and insignificant in that scheme of things. In every scheme of things. It's like, I mean, look at the squirrels, look at the marmots. It's, they're just doing their thing. It's like they don't, they don't need to go on these fucking existential journeys. <laughs> It's like they're just, they're looking at you and they're just like, yeah, okay, if you want an ego trip, sure, take this hike. You know, you know they're like, uh, Squirrel would rather go inside a heated home with food in the fridge. Squirrel's looking at you yeah. like, what are you, fucking crazy? This is where we are and it's to get yourself there means 
means you're already there in a sense, right? It's once, once you, once you're on the path, you are the path in a way. And that's very cool that, yeah, you're there because it's, it's something that could easily go over your head in life, you know, just the PCT and doing something like this. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Geez, man. I know I haven't met you a person, but no, it's funny that you say that because I literally at the beginning of, of, 2019 or the end of 2018, I had this overwhelming urge to get a tattoo, this tattoo that basically says, do all the things. Um, And so uh, this past week, I I got it. Well, do all the things. That's it. You know, do, do, do what you can do what you want. You won't do them all. And that's the beauty of it, right? It's like life is life is that that movie plot that always keeps you guessing or wanting more. Like what could it have? It's you won't do them all, and that's the beauty because there's there's other incarnations, I guess, to live through, Aaron. You, yeah. There's other lives and other things. It's just do the things that you can think of now that that are gonna make this life even more beautiful than it already is, you know, and the PCT was just going to add so much to your experience. And like Ralph Waldo Emerson, you will dive deep and you will swim far and you will come back with an advanced experience that will overlook and explain the old. And when you have those experiences that, that kind of show your, show you to yourself, I mean, what, I mean, you'd pay, you'd, you'd give anything for that you pay any amount of money and the fucking the permits are free <laughs> you know it's yeah i know crazy this isn't a money grab this is something else here yeah and w- which you know uh plenty of time for that but i was gonna say what's your your starting day i was thinking that you're starting this season but you got plenty of time for when you're gonna start and all and all that stuff yeah. and uh this se- this season you should try and you should try and take three or four days and get out on the PCT. Hit, hit a couple. Yeah. A go, couple sections. Just go, you know, to the desert. Go, I mean, I don't know where you live in Los Angeles. I mean, you know, the Sierra is only, I can get to chicken spring lake in three and a half hours from my house, which is the yeah. first Alpine Lake of the Sierra. And, chicken spring uh, lake. Love yeah, it. Chicken, chicken spring lake is, do you know where the town of Lone Pine is going up like three ninety five? Have you ever driven up three ninety five to like mammoth? I I have not, but I've heard many people reference it, uh, Lone Pine specifically. So, right. So that that's the town when you do the PCT, you'll come off and go into Lone Pine. If you don't go into Mammoth or you could go into both, but yeah, chicken, you take that road. Chicken Spring Lake is right up there. Rainbow Trout Wilderness. And you can just walk into the backcountry and camp for three nights. I do it all the time. We do it all the time. And it's just remember the Sierras right there and you can get that fix or that taste whenever you want. It's mm-hmm. literally three and a half hours away up three, up three ninety five. Okay. Perfect. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is great. Great talk. Great, great conversation. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. Like every, every conversation it's, it's that, Part of the reason for the podcast was to, you know, kind of inspire people to keep moving forward, to keep moving towards that goal. Right. And I know every time I have these conversations and, and then, you know, I am, I have the luxury of then going back through and, and editing them and, and re-listening to them, you know, multiple times before I put them up. 
And every time I listen to them, you know, I'm, I'm re-inspired and I'm, I learn new things or, or they make me think about new things. So I'm, I'm really excited and happy that, that this has all kind of come together like this. And it's, it's funny because it, it was inspired by exactly what you were talking about when you say, when you, somebody asks you about the PCT, it, it was inspired by probably about five or six hours worth of a conversation with, with a PCT hiker. Right. You know, who did the whole thing. And, and it was like, God, I want to have more of these type of conversations. Right. 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 How can I do that? <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. And when, when you're on the PCT, that'll just be right. You'll, uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It, it's going to be here so fast. Just remember that. And you're going to blink your yes. eye and it's going to be time to go. And um, so get your shit ready, Aaron, and get ready and start walking now. Start getting your body ready, right? Yeah. It's, start getting it ready now. Get used to walking. You, you do production, isn't that right? You said so. Yeah. Production. A lot, a lot of, long, of time on your feet. A lot of <laughs> long days on your feet. I used to do production in New York for a while. So a lot of long days on your feet and not a lot of time for walking. No, you know, well, I guess you end up walking a lot, but it's a different type of walking. Yeah, you right, know, for yeah. For better or for worse. Yes, definitely. And you know what? If you want to monitor your walking, you could get a, you could get a step counter if you don't already have one to see True. actually how much you're walking. So yeah. if you could That's squeeze in... That's probably a good idea. You could squeeze in five miles a day. Mm-hmm. PCT pace is 20 minutes per mile, right? Okay. So three, three miles per hour. And, you know, don't, you know, hit that, hit the gate running, but I'd, you know, basically saying, you know, just take you. So I was just yeah. thinking, yeah. So I'm sure there's tons of great walks over there and just daily life. Yeah. Just daily life. Even just, yeah. you know, getting the steps in. Exactly. Yeah. And just start it now because it's going to be here. And yeah, have you ever, yeah. Do you ever want to talk about packs or gear or. I so do. I so do for the rest of the people out there. So. I will, I will carve out my little section, but for the rest of the people out there, where can they find you if they have, you know, questions for you or, or that kind of thing? Well, I mean, you could ask me questions, I guess, through my, through my Instagram at my life collecting dust. Which begs the question, where does that, where did that come from? Uh, you know, it just came through me, honestly. Uh, I've had that for a long time. That, that was the name of uh, it's just the name of my uh, photography in okay. general, okay. like my, my work. And so w- I just got Instagram this summer. <laughs> like I've never, <laughs> like I've never had like Facebook or anything like that. I, I just, mm-hmm. I just got this because I guess I was letting people get into my ear that I wasn't sharing my work and somehow I was not doing the most. And so I got like Instagram to kind of like put some work up and, I don't know. It's almost like the the northern terminus of the PCT. Once you get to Canada after all those years, you know, it's your work is your work. Your hike will be your hike, and the truths will be your truths at the end of it. So, getting to Canada is it. It is what it is, and it, it's a cool marker, but it won't mean shit if your hike wasn't for you. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about like my work, my writing, my photography. I never really show it too much because it's mine and it's for me. And if, and if no one ever bought anything, 
I'd still be a photographer and I'd still be a writer. I love that. So, yeah. yeah so my life collecting dust, you asked me some questions and yeah, thank you so much, Aaron, for everything. It's been so great. Oh, thank you so much, Alfred. This has yeah. been wonderful. Yeah. And wonderful. Wonderful. I'm here whenever. Thanks. Thanks for reaching out. And uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk again. Have let's a great keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. Have a great Sunday and you too. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great night. And links for Alfred's gear can be found on our website at hiking-through.com. Special thanks to Alfred for sharing his stories from the trail. And Maya Wynn for the use of the song Try Again. I would love to hear about your trail stories as well. Please email me at hikingthroughpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also DM me on Instagram at hikingthroughpodcast. We would also love it if you could find us on your favorite podcast provider and leave a review. I'll see you on the trail.